0: add-ons are going to require a lot more technical heavy lifting so let's say if you don't have the in-house developers and those developers are not free then what you need to do is you might be buying the add-on and sometimes the add-ons could be more expensive than your platform itself or the development the configuration the integration of those add-ons could be more expensive
1: here is your host sam gupta
0: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the wbs podcast i'm sam gupta your host and principal consultant at independent erp and digital transformation consulting firm elevate iq the e-commerce shop owners are likely to be lured by the idea of open source but once you start managing your store on an e-commerce platform, you might spend more time with technical issues than selling. OsCommerce is one such platform that is often among the popular open source cart options and has been installed on thousands of sites. Also, there was a time when OsCommerce was an okay option because the other options were equally outdated but not anymore and definitely not in 2023. In today's episode, we are going to independently review Commerce's capabilities. We covered many grounds, including why estimating cost for open source may be harder than commercial options. We also discussed how evaluating a software purely based on functional capabilities is likely to fire back. Finally, we discussed why the speed, security, and SEO are perhaps the most important factors for a commerce solution. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you're joining for the first time, this is part of our e-commerce series for which we meet every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. And we review one technology or the solution from the commerce community. For today, we have a slightly legacy yet very popular solution called uh, OS Commerce so we are going to be talking about them in terms of where they are and if you are considering them as the potential uh, commerce solution then you are probably going to have a million questions so we are going to dig into all of that before we do that I am going to provide you my quick intro if you don't know me I am Sam Gupta your host and principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent e-commerce and digital transformation consulting firm We help our clients when they are looking for any sort of help in um, organizing their e-commerce initiative, whether you talk about creating the business case, selecting the platform or taking through the entire implementation, we have the end-to-end capabilities. So on that note, going back to today's topic, but if you are in the audience and have any sort of questions or comments, um, Please uh, post them in the chat box. Uh, I'll be checking them and answering them as we move on um, to the show. So, yeah. So uh, and if you run out of time, then we'll make sure that you guys are going to receive your answers. On that note, quickly... On OS Commerce, OS Commerce is an open source platform, and that's probably the reason why they are so popular. And as with most of the e-commerce platforms that we have developed so far, and my understanding is that we have done Machinto, which is uh, Adobe Commerce now. We have done PrestaShop, um, and I think ShopView, that is also the open source, but they are slightly more modern. So the majority of the open source platform that you are going to review, they are probably going to be part of the PHP community in general. PHP is where the majority of the open source community is. So there are always going to be the pros and cons of the open source. Now, when people think about open source, they are always thinking in their head that open source means free. But you need to understand how the open source business model works. And it's always uh, important to understand, especially if you are an executive and considering this decision and you are talking to your developers, developers are always going to have perspective and they are probably going to be leaning more. Now, open source could be a great idea. There is no problem with open source uh, as an option. It's just that you just need to understand your financials in terms of what is going to be the cost. Uh, even though open source, typically when people think about open source, they are always thinking that it's going to be free. It's very rarely that anything you are going to get is going to be free. There are going to be financials involved. It's just going to be in different form. Now, let's say you are a developer yourself. You're running a e-commerce shop, and uh, you are not as big, and you don't have uh, funds to hire. Um, either the developers and you can manage everything on your own. You don't have as many Now, that's a very different scenario because your opportunity cost is probably not as relevant. You could be selling more, but... Uh, if you are not able to sell then probably you can spend time your site so this is one scenario of the customer where open source could make sense but now when you grow obviously you need to consider when you are hiring people whether you need to be hiring more on the sales side or the commerce side so uh, all of those decisions you need to consider in general the way open source companies make money and it's very important to understand how they make money obviously you have a little community aspect with any open source platform where the code is free because a lot of open source developers are committing the code. But there are two reasons why they are involved with the open source community. Number one, obviously, they get authority in the market. They build their resume by committing to the open source platforms. Their resume in general is going to be far stronger. And the second motivation that they have is Uh, they might be able to sell uh, any of the add-ons on the e-commerce platform itself so for the most part uh, you know that's how most of the open source developer communities are run uh, that they are either trying to sell hosting uh, and hosting is never free so when people think about okay i'm going to be comparing this with my shopify Um, So when you are doing that comparison, you are not necessarily comparing the hosting, the maintenance cost that you are anyways going to incur, which is probably going to be more expensive in general, not the code itself. So when you are looking at all of these variables, make sure you account for all of that. And rather than buying simply the open source pitch that it is going to be free, the only thing that is going to be free is going to be your code. But at times, even open source could be more expensive than uh, your packaged offering. So, again, do your competition, do your math understand different variables that are going to be involved and sometimes those variables might not be known to you right away because what you might be looking at as your developers uh, might not know every single cost element that you may incur so you need to be talking to either an architect or the program manager or the cio if you have access to those people if you don't have then maybe hire a consultant uh, who can help you with these decisions uh, but typically, developers are not going to have the entire picture because they really like to develop. And uh, for them, the entire the financial aspect, they might not have as much insight. So make sure you consider the comprehensive picture before you select the platform. Now, overall, in terms of the in the case of US commerce, you are going to get a lot of capabilities. OK, the way it is positioned, if you're going to be reading the marketing material, then you are going to get so much capabilities uh, overall from the product perspective. And sometimes that could be misleading because there are other layers to e-commerce that you need to consider other than just the business functionality, because that matters. For example, let's say if you want to rank on SEO, then you have to make sure that the platform that you are going to be choosing, the technology that you are going to be choosing is going to be SEO friendly. And we are going to be touching all of those things during the slides when we are going to cover during our presentation today. So overall, these are the things that you need to be uh, keeping in in mind. OS commerce is uh, targeted for very small shops in general. Uh, and that is probably going to be in some million dollar in revenue uh, or GMV. that's where their place is it's very you are not going to find a lot of that are going to be multi-million dollar and on os commerce uh, because they might have far more capabilities most of the shops that are going to be there probably are going there for the cost reasons uh, unless they might have an affinity depending upon the developer that you might have uh, on the staff, they might um, uh, recommend that you should be going for US Commerce. In general, the community is not as developed as some of the other open source communities that you are going to find. So even if you are going for open source, there are better open source options available out there. On that note, I am going to start with the quick uh, slides and we are going to be touching on a lot of different tasks. So typically, During our show, we look at four or five different perspectives. So the very first uh, perspective that we look at is, okay, how is this platform trying to position themselves in the market and, you know, which are the businesses that are going to be right? So we are teaching you the process, the process that we take here internally at Elevate IQ whenever... We are going to be reviewing any sort of platforms uh, from the enterprise architecture perspective from many different variables that you need to consider when you are going to be selecting any of the platform. So by looking at the market positioning of a specific vendor, you can learn a lot and we are going to be discussing the market positioning for os commerce. So here, uh, on the site, obviously, this is very fancy in general, not as fancy as some of the modern sites that you're going to see. But if you are going to be comparing this with their own platform, then you are going to find that, OK, at least their site uh, site is decent. So here, one of the things that you're going to notice, call to action is very important to understand because that's how you know how they sort of make money. So here they are asking you to host on their platform. And that's the pitch that most of the e-commerce platforms are going to have. So here they are saying host with uh, OS commerce and that's what they want you to do because that's how they make money or host on your own as well. If you are going to be hosting, then you are going to be responsible for the heavy lifting, not only from the code perspective, but also from the infrastructure perspective. So you can do that as well, if you would like to say money, obviously the code is going to be free, but then you have to still worry about the maintenance, uh, which could get very expensive. But again, let's say if you're on budget, you are a developer and you are hosting on your um, server, uh, that could be a possibility, but then you have to also consider the security. And we have had a lot of different incidents, uh, you know, in terms of security, when you are going to be hosting, uh, obviously some of these hosting platforms are going to be slightly superior, in terms of their capabilities in managing the security. So now if you're going to be hosting on third party platforms, then it's a different case. Uh, but for the most part, uh, you, know, you are still looking at the cost of those uh, platforms um, too. For the most part in the PHP community, you can probably find really affordable option. And that is probably not gonna be as comparable with some of the other platforms that we are gonna have, such as your Shopify. Uh, which is obviously going to be slightly more expensive but the value that you get uh, as part of the package is just tremendous and sometimes you might not know if you're simply starting on your commercial journey so just keep those points in mind uh if you are going to be comparing these platforms so now uh here uh the other things that you might want to notice as you know they are talking about so many different for example obviously the award is there so here US copy four then they have roughly what, 245 add-ons. Now, typically in most e-commerce communities, what you're going to notice is they make money by selling add-ons, okay? Or these add-ons are going to require a lot more technical heavy lifting. So let's say if you don't have the in-house developers and those developers are not free, then what you need to do is, uh, you you might be buying the add-on and sometimes the add-ons could be more expensive than your platform itself. Or the development, the configuration, the integration of those add-ons could be more expensive. So again, these are all variables that you need to consider um, as part of your e-commerce initiative because that's actually factor in uh, in your margins. And depending upon how much margin you have, you need to account for all of the cost that you might have. Now, uh, obviously, they are talking about four at eighty-seven live sites, but that is only on the V4 version, and that must be their new version. So they are talking about that they have only 487 sites. Obviously, that's slightly on a lower side for this small size of the platform. Uh, But overall, they have roughly what 47,000 live sites. So obviously, that's a decent number. Uh, And sometimes even the bigger platforms might not have that number. So, So that's why the size of the customer is going to be super important as well. The number of customers that you are going to have or number of sites you are going to have that are going to have, let's say, $10,000 to $100,000 in revenue, there are going to be a lot more in general, okay? Versus a million, two million, billion, um, you know, the number is going to be far lower because you don't have as many uh, in the market. So here, when you are looking at 47, that's still very low because these are really the hobbyists, the entrepreneurs, the side gig people who are probably in a store. So that's why you have this number. But overall, this is a fairly well-developed community Uh, You know, they have been there in the market for very long, for 10 years roughly. And during those days, I think their positioning was very strong in terms of the kind of capabilities that provide. Now, in 2023, I'm not too sure if they should be your uh, platform of choice, depending upon, you know, what your variables are overall in terms of who who you are choosing. But overall, they are fairly outdated in terms of their capital so here let's talk about some more points and uh here we have 300,000 strong US commerce community uh members to receive and give e-commerce platform a device and this is the size of the community and these are the either open source developer or community members uh that are part of this community obviously that's a huge factor you know how many people are really involved in the community because that is going to be an indication that the code base is updated. People are going to be responding when you are going to have problems, because obviously with open source, you are looking at open source forums when you are going to be needing any sort of support. There might be some companies that might provide the commercial support. But again, uh, you know, you need to account for that cost as well. And sometimes that could be expensive too. So when you are looking at SaaS, you get a lot more in general with open source, you might not get all of that. So here they have uh, segmented this into three different categories. And again, we are looking at the market positioning how they are positioning. So obviously they have the retail app pack and these are going to be the add-ons. Uh, and uh, we don't know whether these retail, wholesale and uh, enterprise pack can coexist. exist uh, Most likely they might be the way it is positioned because they are, saying that these are probably add-ons, add-on apps. so They can probably work together. So where it is going to play, this this particular factor is going to be in play as, let's say, if you are B2C plus B2B from the business model perspective, so you might require both of these capabilities. So here they are talking about game-changing era, okay? So pay attention to the words that they are using. Obviously, this is all marketing speak, but they and most likely the cost of this is probably going to be 5x so here they are talking about add OCommerce, commerce uh os commerce mode apps to your os commerce online store to get access to the same game-changing technology that empowers online commerce for some of the world's most recognized brands. now obviously that's a lot of marketing there i don't think that is true In fact, I mean, we tried to access some of the sites that were quoted um, in some of the affiliate sites and we could not get to those sites. So they are not going to be on world's most recognized brands, but um, they are definitely. So here then we have the OSCB4 uh, wholesale pack and obviously the B2B capabilities are going to be far deeper. If you are looking for similar capabilities, at least in the open source community, then you are looking at Adobe Commerce, but they also have their commercial version. With open source, you typically don't get every, you know, that may be a starter pack that you might be able to get. But then once you get sophisticated in your cap, in your capabilities, in terms of whether it is going to be any sort of, uh, you know, conversion rate optimization, uh, or you need to uh, use any sort of add-ons or integrations, uh, that's where you are probably going to run out of the options and they are going to push you to the enterprise version in general. But you can probably get started on open source if you like. You always have those options. So here the comparable is probably going to be uh, Magento, but these guys are also very deep uh, in terms of capabilities. And sometimes the capabilities could be misleading too, because you need to pay attention to the technology. And sometimes only developers might be able to tell or the architects uh, what kind of technology they might be using, because especially in e-commerce, that matters a lot. Uh, for SEO, for your conversion rate optimization. So here they are talking about Extend OS Commerce with wholesale functionality for distributors and manufacturers, automate processes, simplify customer onboarding. So B2B plus B2C, uh, very interesting capabilities, obviously, because they, have, they are very deep uh, in general in the functional capabilities. Uh, and sometimes, you know, these uh, tools might have far deeper capabilities in general than some of the leading platforms that you might have in the b2c or b2b uh, community so here they also have the enterprise pack and as part of the enterprise pack they are talking about okay the instant power of online erp level platform now they are saying erp level platform which could be a little misleading yes you can do a lot from the sales and marketing perspective inside the platform and a lot of e-commerce vendors try to claim these capabilities as the erp capabilities but typically, uh, when you are going to be using, depending upon how complex your, if you don't really care for the cost in the inventory, let's say if you are a pay, pure pay retailer or distributor, so you don't necessarily care for those MRP, uh, but you still need to account for the unit cost. And uh, unit cost or unit economics in the e-commerce world, uh, it could be very difficult if you don't really have the clear understanding of how your inventory is moving because you're financials are going to be very separate from your so again those are going to be your architectural considerations as you grow in your capabilities you'll probably be understanding these concepts more but overall the e-commerce platform can very rarely act as the ERP the whole idea of ERP term is that you are going to have very integrated processes from the operations perspective from the supply chain perspective from procurement from finance perspective e-commerce platform alone cannot serve all of these concerns um so they are never going to be erp capable but obviously from the order capture perspective they can provide a lot um now some of the things that we noticed uh, overall from the community perspective obviously they are trying to highlight their community and surprisingly enough their community was very active okay So even though the platform is very outdated and by this time, you will think that, you know, nobody is probably using this uh, or interested in this community because, you know, everybody sort of have moved on to slightly more newer platforms. But surprisingly enough, the developers are still committed to it. They are still hanging out in the community. So I don't know what's the rationale. Why would people stick to this community? There must be a reason. At least we were not able to find why people are sticking to this community even if you're looking for open source options, you are probably going to have superior options. So we just didn't understand. There must be a rationale. Maybe uh, they are getting something from the functionality perspective that they are not able to get anywhere else. Or maybe Magento is probably too complex for them because obviously, uh, in general, it, it, it could be very complex for some of the developers. Um, so for us, we just could not find But the reasons why people are coming. Or maybe some developers, they just, uh, you know, they may have been there for the last 10 years and they don't want to move on. That could be another reason why they are sticking. But it's shocking that their community is very active. So there must be something there that people are liking it. We just could not find what could be those reasons. Now, uh, this is how and sometimes there's going to be a disconnect between how the user interface is going to look versus, uh, you know, what you are going to see from the capabilities perspective. And this is where the demo could be very important as well. So here we are looking at their, in this site, I was saying that their own site is probably superior than this. And I don't know if they have used this for their own site. Uh, So that is sort of the indication for you that, okay, they are not able to sell their own on this platform, or maybe they got that because they had to do a lot of customization uh, on this platform to be able to create that. So you are looking for either that kind of work or that much money to be able to get there. But that is the kind of experience that people are expecting in 2023. So if you are going to be here, uh, it's going to be really hard to get any sort of return from your e-commerce initiatives You are probably better off not doing this, I guess. Uh, in e-commerce, if you are going to be utilizing something like this, e-commerce is all about customer experience. So you cannot provide the customer experience that your competitors are going to provide and sometimes when you are going to be looking at your brick and mortar location there you have the location advantage you have the in-person advantage people are buying from local people so the experience does not matter as much uh in the retail setting but when you talk about e-commerce the users can go to amazon so you are literally competing with the big, big boys uh in the e-commerce space so their expectation of the experience is probably going to be similar now if you have unique unique categories or the products that you are selling that your customers cannot find anywhere then they are probably going to be fine with anything whatever you can provide but for the most part let's say if you are simply selling iphone and iphone they can buy either on your side or Amazon, they are probably gonna go to Amazon if just because of the experience that they are going to get. So that's the real difference between the e-commerce experience versus your brick and mortar experience. So let's say if you're starting on the journey, you need to consider all of those factors. So and most likely when you are considering this platform, it's very likely that you are probably going to be starting on your e-commerce. So here we have the store and seems like the way the store is done and this is their demo site and typically you can figure out a lot from the demo site as well because that is the target market that speaks for the target market the sample data as well as uh, typically that is the first one that companies create and um, they are probably not going to be making any changes in that because it takes a lot of time to create the theme, the data it's going to be the entire app so they are not going to be changing on a daily basis as they see their target market so you can glean a lot overall by looking at okay what was their original business model or the sample theme? If this is going to be related to electronics, most likely electronics companies are probably going to be using this platform. Um, so, those are some of the signals that you can uh, read when you are going to be talking to vendors and you are going to be looking at their demos. Now, one of the things that you are going to notice is uh, they are on uh, localhost, and this is the demo from the US Commerce, and this is coming from 2018. And obviously, these screenshots are taken from their YouTube demo videos, and we could not find a ton. Um, and this is probably the latest experience. 2018, I think by that time, we had Bootstrap. So, and even we had less platforms, so the technology was much more evolved in general in 2018. So I don't see a reason why these would not update. Even in the PHP community, you are probably going to get far superior experience. So I don't know why either developers are not updating or the community is not updating, but it's obviously the whole UI experience is very outdated. It's almost like as if they are 20 um, years behind uh, in their capabilities. It's very, very, very outdated in general, the way look and feel is. Now, this is the admin portal. So it's very shocking and surprising that the admin portal actually has better UX than the site itself. Can you believe this? Okay. So typically you would think that even if you are going to have the inferior experience on the admin portal, then you are probably going to be okay Because again, your customers are not looking at this, right? Even though it might not be as convenient, even for your internal users. But here, you have slightly richer experience, and this seems like it is more, you know, uh, HTML uh, sort of 5 experience, and probably they have used some sort of bootstrap bootstrap component here uh, in designing this experience. So obviously, this is slightly more modern, but it's just counterintuitive that they have not updated the actual platform that is going to the end users, but they have updated the internal platform Uh, so sometimes that could be confusing you are going to be new to the and as you can see this is done on php and this is how you are probably going to be finding about the platform okay which technology are they going going to be using but overall in terms of the capabilities they are very functionally rich in general so obviously you have the order you have the catalog can you be obviously That's a very advanced functionality in general so functionally they are probably going to be very, very rich, similar to your Magento of the world. Uh, But here, uh, again, the user experience is going to be very inferior in general. Um, So some more comments here. So now we are looking at some of the affiliate sites. And this is the e-commerce guide site. And I don't know why uh, they have given this platform 825 but this could be very misleading for people who might be exploring this for the first time. And sometimes these affiliate sites, just because the amount of content that they are producing and the amount of money that they are making is very low in general. So you need to be really careful when you're look, going to be looking at the affiliate sites. Uh, because a lot of this content could be automated and sometimes they might not even know uh, how they are positioning themselves in the market. So it could be very confusing for the customers, especially if they are going to be rating this. Now, after the change in the algorithm, the recent change that Google did with their algorithm, um, I don't know if affiliate sites are going to be ranking lower. There is a possibility because now they are looking for the expertise of the author um, and whether they are expert on the same topic or not. So everybody sort of needs to align their LinkedIn profile versus the expertise versus whether on social media, the author is really known as the expert. So now affiliate site might not be ranking as higher on Google ranking, but still they will figure their ways out. So you need to be careful when you're looking at them. There are some really trusted ones, but there are some which could be extremely misleading. In this particular case, e-commerce guide, and I'm still shocked that they 8.25 8.25 ranking for this particular platform by the way when you are going to be so they are saying that websites using os commerce if you are going to go for print zone that's a very big brand in general uh buy bees and wishlets none of these sites were working i guess or they were not on uh, on os uh, commerce so make sure you guys do your research uh, these are not their real customers um, and uh, Uh, but they have still mentioned, so I don't know if this site is automated or whatever, but be careful with these affiliates. Um, They are saying ease of use, 8 out of 10. Hmm. Support, 8 out of 10. Whose support are we talking about? Are we talking about support of the community or are we talking about support of the vendor? So not sure where the 8 number is coming from. Uh, The features, features, they are definitely rich, so I'm actually shocked that they have given 7. Uh, they could probably get nine on on features, again, depending upon how you are rating them and who you are rating against. Uh, In general, the features are probably on a higher side because they were very functionally rich. It's just they are the technology that is updated. And that's the biggest concern that I personally have. The pricing is 10 out of 10 because obviously they are open source. Obviously, they are ranking higher. And that could be the reason why they are 825 but overall, when I look at this criteria, this is very misleading because it does not probably account for the technology, which is probably the leading factor in general with most e commerce platforms. So you need to be careful there. Recommended for large community. Okay. So you can see that, you know, this is probably uh, community centric commerce, I guess. You know, that's where they are probably to recommend so i don't know if this is more related to not for profit that could be a possibility that probably it's very popular there just because not for profit you are probably going to get a lot of volunteers and that could be the reason why it could be popular and then obviously they are probably not going to have as many grants and and funds to be able to spend on the real developer cost but the developers are free because it's probably done by volunteers so that could be a possibility that they have so many different sites and and users. So again, read between the lines when you're looking at any sort of platform. Just by looking at the number, you cannot tell uh, why they have so many users and why so many companies might be used. Now, the next thing they are saying is easy to hack and modify, which is probably true as well for the most uh, e-commerce sites, but be careful when they say easy to hack, which also means that if you're going to be hacking, means the developer who's going to be hacking is only the one who is going to know the how to basically maintain and update. So you're sort of creating the lock with that developer. So that's probably going to be a business risk in general. Now, depending upon how seasoned the developer is, how good the developer is, most of the experienced and seasoned developer, they are going to be really good at documentation uh, overall so that other developers can pick up. Uh less seasoned developers, they are not as great in general. Uh, so that could be a challenge for other people to be able to pick up on where the other person left. So again, when you are going to be looking at modifying, modifying is great. Uh, but again, you need to think through why you are modifying certain things. If you are uh, getting some sort of business value by modification, go ahead and do that. Uh, But if you're not getting that then probably that's going to be a challenge. So we have some comments here So I'll cover those before I move on to the next one. So Anders is saying re add-ons I'm glad to see that the 245 add-ons counted were all built by our commerce, which means they'll support them No, they are not even supporting the platform. They are built by the open source developers so even the support is going to be provided by the community it's not going to be provided by Oz Commerce the only thing they are going to be supporting is going to be if you are going to be hosting with them then they will support so obviously they have to make money and depending upon your support model in terms of and in general you are going to notice this when we are going to be looking at the reviews that their developers are very expensive in general, and that's another factor that you need to consider. The smaller the community, the more expensive the developers are going to be because they are hanging on to that community because they can make a lot more money than updating their knowledge. So again, uh, when you look at the supply-demand curve of uh, how this whole development lifecycle works, uh, the newer technologies, you know, fewer developers, you know, that is going to be very expensive in general. The outdated technologies are equally expensive. So you probably want to be somewhere in the middle <laughs> if you really want to have the right solution from the uh, dollar perspective. So keep that in mind that you don't want to uh, hang on, you know, uh, for too long, especially with the update So now Anders is saying the 9,000 add-ons for the previous versions surely include community build technology, which are obviously zero support, are so right, I could not agree more. One more comment here. Uh, re-updated admin portal ux perhaps they felt it was lower risk update the admin side since any bugs would not affect the front end that was processing sales maybe it's a clue as to the direction of future front end look and feel and i have to agree with Anders on on this particular comment in general when you are looking at the way the e-commerce platforms are designed in general so the way obviously you are going to have a lot of control inside the platform to be able to split bss that is going to be in the final site so typically the challenge that most legacy platforms run into when they are they need to decide whether to upgrade something or not is that whole migration strategy Um, now with the platform vendors some customers are going to be on many different versions it could be 100 versions and they need to support all of those versions of code. So it could be a nightmare for a technical vendor to be able to update. So that's where they sort of pick their bets. Um, now, when you look at the admin side, so Anders is right that admin side is probably going to be easier to update because only users are using it and you don't probably have as much impact overall from the Google perspective, from SEO perspective. So that's why admin is probably going to be a, an easier lift in general in terms of the update, then updating the actual platform. So that could be the rationale, but I don't know. I mean, I have seen the open source community fights as almost like condo board fights, okay? These developers are very passionate uh, the way their decisions are made. So I don't know, you know, why they would stick to the existing sort of core platform because typically most developers want to work on the newer technology, but it just doesn't make any sense. So unless you're right that, you know, Overall, the future of this particular platform is probably not there, but my suspicion based on that comment is going to be that it is probably used by the communities where you have a lot of free developers and maybe universities where you have a lot of, uh, you know, development hours that is going to be free and you don't have a a ton of cost and you might have your in-house servers uh, that you might host on. So that could be a possibility. That's where they might have very active community or maybe the students are really playing on the platform. That could be another possibility that it is really popular. So again, read between the lines before making any sort of decision on the platform. On that note, follow Underscreen, A N D E R S G R E an Amazing guy. Uh, You should definitely connect with him on LinkedIn. Thank you so much, Anders, for those comments. If you have more comments, please post them in the chat box and I'm going to bring them let's move on to some of more slides so this is also part of the online research uh, that we typically do so we were into our market positioning the product design then online research so this is probably third or fourth segment that we are looking at so here this comment is coming from another affiliate site and I guess they were slightly fairer in general the way they position. So I don't know if this is done by a person or a bot. That there could be you know a possibility that you know the other one was more of the AI generator because now you obviously the affiliate sites are generating a lot of content using a, um, um, AI as well. And sometimes the content creators that are really working on these platforms, they are not necessarily the experts of the platform themselves. So sometimes it's very hard for them to be able to understand these. Like they have never implemented, they have never coded uh, these platforms. So they don't know. They are simply looking at the checklist approach of selecting the platforms. And that could be very misleading if you really don't understand what you're getting into. So here we have roughly what, 296, 887 store owners. Uh, Store owners could mean a lot of different things. So depending upon which store your owners and how much, uh gmb that they have on the platform i think that would which store owners we are talking about marketplace that has 8689 free and all need support hmm uh, the platform has and so they have described i think this was fairer assessment in general uh, for this particular platform uh, they have listed cons as reportedly prone to errors uh great looking templates. seriously uh, I'm not too sure about that. I don't know where that is that comment. Uh, It's definitely not great looking. So I don't know who they are comparing with. Uh, This is not right. Uh, Okay. So some more comments coming from another affiliate site. So here, 7,000 free integrations and an active online forum. Uh, OzCommerce has been compromised by hackers. And that's a huge red flag. Once you get hacked once, then you don't get second chance with Google in general. It's very, very, very hard to get that authority back. And that means you are going to lose a ton of market share. So security is a big deal. SEO is a big deal for e-commerce. So again, you might be saving pennies. Uh, in the e-commerce platforms but be careful when you're looking at something like this again developers don't understand everything from the marketing perspective from security perspective they might be very passionate about this platform because obviously they want to code more but as a business owner you need to think about everything so make sure you are uh, reviewing everything or hire a consultant who can help you review all of that Uh, now here they are saying even though those holes have been patched, if you wish you will invest in not just hosting and a web smart developer is the term that they have used. Now, there is nothing called, uh, you know, WIP smart developer in general. When you are looking at some of these hosting platforms, they are going to have a team of 30 at least. And they are going to have many different skill sets. Even inside, you know, the whole IT infrastructure management, there are going to be many different skill sets and they specialize in those. So typically a team is hosting this for you. For example when you are looking at shopify shopify is going to have an army of different roles and responsibilities and that's how they are making sure that you are not going to have any sort of security breaches, you are not going to have any sort of pca compliance issues you are your data is going to be safe and secure so again you get a lot more when you are going to go with the commercial platform with the open source you are literally on your own and you don't know how bad it could fire back in general with these open source platforms. Now here, okay, I just want so I'm actually gonna to move to the next one. So now this is the section that we are covering for the user reviews. So typically the approach that we take for user reviews is going to be, we are looking for trends. We are looking for the qualification of the person who is reviewing we typically call out whether, you know, it is it could be user's fault or it could be the vendor's fault. So we are going to be looking at everything and our uh, you know, we are always looking for some sort of trends. If multiple users have reported the problem in the reviews, then there's probably going to be a problem. So that's the approach that we take with the user reviews. So here, the review is coming from 2009, which is very recent in general. Here, this is coming from company size, two to 10 employees. Now, obviously, that's a very small company. So you can imagine the size of the company that is using this platform industry's design which is mind-blowing because i don't know how they are surviving how they are surviving in the design business with this platform it's just crazy maybe they are a web development shop and they were just on this platform so maybe this is a review from the partner that could be a possibility but if you are going to be in design business most likely you are probably going to be cutting so i don't know why you would be on this platform it's just fascinating so here they are saying there are Thousands of plugins that can add to OzCommerce, many of which are free, that is true as well, so thank you so much. OzCommerce itself is free to download and is open source, uh, right on. Now the cons. The support for OzCommerce is not very great and the documentation is not as strong as other shopping carts. So one thing when they say documentation is not as great, what that means is the quality of developers in this community Either because typically, if you look at some of the good developers, they are very good marketers as well. Okay, they know how to sell their code, and that's why if you look at you know slightly more polished either open source communities or commercial platforms, it doesn't matter. The quality of documentation speaks for how good the platform is going to be and how many facts um, you are going to get, how much problems you are going to get with the platform. So, you can read a lot by looking at the documentation now they he's saying and by the way when you're looking for open source and you're complaining about support come on uh <laughs> you know you cannot ask uh this is all free so i don't know what more you can ask for uh but you know that's the reality i mean you you don't get anything for free um so yeah this is the best that you can probably get. you are making compromises when you now the challenge you probably need an experience uh ask commerce expert now that's a key okay And these experts are going to be very expensive in general. Uh, The the smaller the community, the more expensive the developer is going to be, uh, you know, that's given. It's going to be very hard to find developers, even if you find they are going to be charging a lot more supply and demand, basic, uh, you know, finance. So make sure you pay attention to that. So even though you are going to be saving a little bit in licensing, you are going to be paying a lot more in the developer support. And typically that is the reason why developers are pitching for these platforms, because obviously it's in their best interest uh you know they are probably trying to create a job for them which is uh reasonable but again you need to look at your uh, situation as well uh if you are a business owner you need uh whether this is the right decision and you are going to have a little fiduciary responsibility for your business so make sure you are being fair to your business as well now here Who's familiar with the code? The code is not as modern, but it is lightweight and loads, which is shocking that they are saying that it is lightweight and then loads, which could be a possibility. And that could be the reason why a lot of developers like this platform, because Magento obviously is very thick the way it is done, but you have the enterprise grade capabilities. So that could be another reason why people might be liking it. But again, you know, speed is not just one factor. You have security that could impact your SEO. So SEO is going to have many different layers when you are looking at that. So even though it might be lightweight, still you are going to have issues. Now, some more reviews. This is coming from 2022. So obviously very recent. Now, one of the trends that you may have noticed in these two reviews both of them are coming from two to 10 employees. So obviously this is very small. In general, you are looking at a couple of people that might be there. In general, in retail, you, the number of employees that you're going to have are going to be far more. So when you are looking at 210, it's really a very small startup in general. They are probably going to be doing revenue of less than or 100K, even if they have 10 employees in general, uh, because those people are not going to be making it. So that's the layer that you might consider. So here they have used it for two years. Interesting. So they are saying there was a time when OSC was a great choice. And I have to agree with Keith on this one. For a small business online shopping cart, but that time has passed. I completely agree. Because 10 years back, you didn't have Shopify's of the world. You didn't have BigCommerce of the world. Now, you have probably WooCommerce. WooCommerce is probably going to be better than this. I mean, even though WooCommerce is not a great e-commerce solution either, but it's probably going to be better than this. So again, you have a lot more options that are going to be better than this. So I don't See a reason why you would go for this unless i'm missing something here so here they are saying unless you are an expert get on a platform that manages responsive code responsive is the keyword okay so most likely this is probably not going to be responsive as we could see from these screenshots. charts if you are not going to be responsive you are probably not going to be ranking on mobile so that's a huge risk for you as the e-commerce business there are a lot of different red flags uh, overall from the e-commerce perspective now security risk so he has highlighted everything now he is talking about the idea of self-hosting and maintain your code is now obsolete exactly okay if you're a business owner and you should not be coding you should not be thinking about coding that's not your business if you're a retail shop think about how you can run your business with very little maintenance and yes sometimes that could mean that you have to uh, share uh, either revenue or pay in the licensing but you have no idea how expensive open source could get. So again, once you clock in all the costs, even if you are accounting for the internal cost, then you would know how expensive that is going to get. Uh, But e-commerce is not. Here they are saying my site was hacked several times and there was a constant threat that had to be managed. Adding new features, functions, also required coding and knowledge of sql Can you, uh, okay you really don't want to get there even if you maybe very technically sound uh you know you just don't don't have time and patience for this even if you're a developer uh, you know if you're running a retail business if you're running a development shop then it's a different okay then obviously you need to be at the top of your game but if you're running an e-commerce shop retail manufacturing sell guys uh that's what you need to be doing if you're thinking about anything else uh, that means you are losing that that uh, window of time as well as the opportunity cost so what you should be doing is sell more uh, here they are saying uh, was not responsive without major code change there are now better uh, alternative like big and shopify and i agree with uh keith uh, just to name a few uh threat management and uh, responsive site code is managed by the platform and there are many templates and integration available I switched from az commerce to big commerce and i am happy with uh and if you are considering all of those factors then you will probably be happy with this as well um you know i completely agree the decision that keith has made i think everybody doing that in general unless that is a factor that i am not aware uh here again very similar trend so here also two to ten employees sean is coming from the same uh you know community so here industry wine and spreads, and obviously this is going to be a very uh, unique uh, vertical. They have very unique needs even uh, in the e-commerce space. Uh, so October, 2029, we used OSCommerce for about 10 years to manage our first online shopping uh, offering for our winery. And it was an efficient tool. However, as time grew, we actually found using it internally for order dispatch and inventory management and basic CRM functions was far better. And I can see why you would do that because the internal UI is slightly superior, but if you're using this as your ERP system, it might be okay when you are two employee, but you know you are going to have real hard time in using this as ERP. You can get far superior options in the market if you are using this as more of the ERP order man- inventory management this is not really designed for that it's really meant to be for e-commerce and that too very legacy experience now however the difficulty with integrating it into our accounting software in our needs for more sophisticated inventory management caused us to eventually move to a different platform because you are using wrong tool for the wrong job and that's why you are not finding all of these options so you are to blame in this particular case not the, the platform itself now the cons difficulty encountered with tax rounding errors and the need for audit log of oh, please do not use for this use case that's a horrible, horrible uh, use case you should not be using you should not be doing accounting using your e-commerce platform you can be in trouble so don't do that so that's it for the review now if you uh, i don't see any other comments now in summary the only thing i am going to say here with respect to this platform uh, again, if you're a community and uh, you have some reasons why you have to be using this platform, uh, maybe I don't know those, but for the most part, in 2023, if you are running your e-commerce business in on this platform, uh, you may be in serious trouble overall, from at least from the Google's perspective. Um, so make sure you are rethinking your strategy and maybe consider some other options that are there in the market. Uh, WooCommerce is great. You know, your Magento is probably going to be great if you're looking for slightly more open source options. Uh, And the other options that you're going to have in the commercial perspective that the other user reported, which is going to be your Shopify e-commerce, those are probably going to be go-to options in general uh, for your platform needs. On that note, thank you so much for dialing in uh, today. That's it for today. If you joined for the first time, this was part of our e-commerce series for which we meet every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys are going to be in next week. We are going to come back with another uh, platform or the technology that we are going to be reviewing from the e-commerce community. On that note, thanks everyone for dialing in. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I always pick up learnings from our own reviews and hopefully you picked up some learnings for yourself as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you, In your business, you might want to check other related episodes including the interview with Nick Foy who shares his insights on the reasons for ERP implementation and adoption failures based on his team's experience in saving Odoo implementations. Also the interview with Ingo Hagaman who shares his insights into the integration challenges of ERP and e-commerce software. Also don't forget to subscribe and spread the world among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you, and I hope to get you on the next episode.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast.